Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Good evening. Shit, wherever you are in the world, it could be morning, it could be night, and it could be afternoon. So we saying what's up to any listeners and all listeners that end up listening to this in 2050 or tomorrow or the next day. Uh, I'm glad to be back with y'all, man. We are here with another podcast, and guess what? We back with another motherfucking guest, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I had two solo podcasts, but ain't no mo solo, okay? Now, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and have our guest introduce himself to y'all and just be grateful that y'all have bro on the podcast and listen closely. Go ahead, my G. Road runner. Just tap it in. Road runner. See, the funny thing is me and bro just technically got in contact about 35 minutes ago. And that just show you that we about that action. You know, we just get straight to it. And I'm glad you said out loud road runner instead of RR because when you were introduced, when you shoot the shot me with the text, like, yo, it's RR, I'm, I'm outside. I'm like, RR. I was like, am I supposed to call bro junior or double R or what's good? So Roadrunner, where'd you, where'd you come up with that? What inspired you to come up with that um, tag, you know, name, tagline? Oh, shit. Uh, it started when I was little. I was like, I was in like 10th grade and niggas, I had long hair and niggas just started calling me Roadrunner. Niggas just started listening to me, they go, me, me. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And they just stuck. They also used to call me Cavity too. I, I like sweets. I like that. I like yeah. that. It's Roadrunner. Shit, am I asleep on something? Is Roadrunner like a character or, or? Yeah, from Looney Tunes. You know, wow. You know, like a little bird that You know what? I didn't even know that. Y'all gonna hate on me. I know everybody. Everybody's supposed to know about that, but uh, I ain't know who that was. So I'm gonna have to pull that up on Google a little bit later. But um, shit, man, tell us who you are. What do you do? What do you fucking love doing with your day? Well, on a, on a good day, I wake up. I wipe my eyes and then I get right on the sewing machine. I just start making shit. If people, I post my story. Somebody wants some pants. I make some pants, get them out, right back in. It's a process. I've been locked in every day, working, working, working. When did uh When did you start getting into designing clothes? Or did you start with shirts? Did you start with glasses? Did you start with fucking shit weaves? <laughs> you never know. But what'd you start with, man? How'd you get into it? I think the first piece I designed was like a, a woman's jacket. It was my mom's. And she was like, just take it. And I couldn't fit that shit, but I still like, I still try to rock that bitch. But it'd be like, it'd come all the way up in the back and shit. Mm-hmm. Niggas be like, why you got that on? I saw, I stopped wearing that shit. But I just put some Sharpies on it. And that's when I like, that's when I started designing shit. But before that, I was doing the modeling. So it's like, it goes together. Like he modeling and he got his own swag. It's like, damn. Is there like one thing that I I definitely noticed when I was looking at your page is and when I look at like designers or models pages is like there's like stances and like looks that you know that this motherfucker has modeled before or that it just looks dope, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like and like, you know, I ain't going to cap. I try to be doing these little looks and stuff in my own uh, podcast. I mean, in my own photos and stuff. And I'll be like, damn, I look goofy as hell. Like I don't even look fly in this. But then I'll be like peeping. So like, I don't know. This kind of sounds like a, a stupid question, but like, is there a specific pose or like a way like that you go to your go to pose? Shit, uh, I know it's hard to describe via audio, but <laughs> really, 
when I was a kid, I used to like Spider-Man a lot. Like, you come in my room, you see Spider-Man posters and shit on the wall, niggas think I'm a nerd. But sometimes I go like, I'll go like on my knees and like put my knees together and like put my hands down and shit. On some Spider-Man shit, it'd be hard. That's swaggy though. That's swaggy. I think like these things, uh, like things like that, where somebody's like, where Spider-Man, Marvel characters, anime, things like that really inspire people to be creative. Um, one thing that I've definitely realized about every person that's like, especially people who are extremely creative, like over time, um, and like living in LA or when I used to visit New York to see my siblings or folks I met out, met out here since I've been back is people are super creative if they had a background in things that were super creative, like, right. like TV show wise, they right. used to watch freaking like, I, I mean, I just repeat what I just said again, but Spider-Man, anime, Marvel right. characters, things like that. And I feel like that contributes to how people like think and rock when they're older, which you just gave Big a perfect time. example. So is there any, like, um, what I was going to ask you later was three most influential people to you, but we're going to switch that question up and say, what are like the most influential cartoons or TV shows that inspired your creativity that you think you like think about or use today when designing or modeling? Cartoon wise, when I was a kid, I used to watch. I used to watch all the good shit. I used to watch like Spider Man. I used to watch Looney Tunes. I used to watch everything, and I was always the kid who like would have on the shirts and shit, and I'd be like. I just be rocking that shit just because it's, it's hard to me. So it's like when I got older and I throw that shit on, it's like, damn, I can really swag it even harder than I was when I was a kid. So it's like I kind of I stray away from that now. But it's really it's more the music that really like shaped me to who I am now. Not necessarily like cartoons and TV. Where go into that? Like what are the, what are some I don't know albums, artists, uh, songs that that like really have a strong influence on you and your and your creative art. Um, when I was a kid, my dad, so my dad is white and my mom is black. So mm-hmm. I got Same. a taste of, I got a taste of both sides of music. So when I was a kid, I was always listening to like, I used to listen to like Metallica and shit. And I'd be like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, I didn't like it, but it still stuck with me. So like that really shaped me to where I got spikes on this shit. Now mm-hmm. it's like, it's natural. Cause I like, I grew up listening to that shit and it was like. Rap music, I was like Drake, of course. Every light skinned nigga listens to Drake. <laughs> facts, facts. I was listening to Drake on the way here. Future shit, I listen to like, I listen to a lot of shit. Cardi, all them, Thug, everybody. It's like, who do you think is like the very first hip hop artist you were introduced to that you like fuck with heavy and like just kept fucking with to this day? Cardi. Cardi. Yeah. Cardi he hard. He hard. Just because he's like. He got a swag where, like, you can't take that shit. Like, it's just... Too authentic. It's too, like, it's too him. I think... When I think about new new artists, like, from the past, let's say, five, six years, I think, like, definitely some of the swaggiest, most creative artists that, that, that we've had in terms of hip-hop. Like, Cardi... Uh, I don't Uzi. Uh, all of these people have like they weren't scared to step out, them, right? yeah, and just be them. And I think that's more of the reason why they they became famous or blew up. You know, is because people could really tap into that. They were like, right. "Oh, I really, yeah." Because people, man, especially 
Um, especially in the black community, to be honest, we are very, uh, we don't want to look different. We right. don't want to, like yeah. yeah, we want to make sure we fit in. And I'm sure that that dives deeper into, you know, a lot of pain and trauma that we have in our history going back hundreds of years. But it's a reality that I've noticed, at least within my friend groups and people I grew up around where like anybody that steps out of the box wears pants with like, you know, you getting, you getting slashed like yeah. over and over again yeah. all year long. If you decide to wear, like you just mentioned, cause I used to do this, like you said, with your moms that gave you that jacket and then come out, you wear anything out of the ordinary, you're going to get clowned for it. Right. And as much as like being clowned as part of our culture. So it's kind of fun at times. It does get into people's heads and makes them right. not want to be themselves right. and then takes away from their authentic self. So I think I, if there's one thing that I really like about new artists is that they're authentic and they're inspiring other young, especially right. young African-American males to step out and be who they are, what inspires them. So I think that as much as I'm not a fan of their music too much, I listen to it, but not a fan too much. I really love them stepping out and being whoever they want to be. Right. Have you seen like some of Travis Scott's music videos? Yeah. Hard. Yeah, but it's hard. Oh my God. The most recent one, I believe it was, where they're like, like he was on, uh, I don't know the name of the song, but bro was on top of like a sky, uh, you know, things that are skyscrapers and metal goes out and there's like a monster. And sh- I don't know. Like, no, nah, it's like literally, shoot, watch. You know what? Shout out to YouTube being up and ready at all times. Um, I'm about to pull join up right now. It was like the most recent video he came out with. Travis Scott, music video. Let's see. Highest in the room. Highest in the room? Yeah. Oh, yeah that, that video was that shit is nuts. That nigga is a genius. Straight up ridiculous. And what he's been doing with uh sorry Travis Scott, I'm not that big of a fan, but with the with the the thing he does in Houston every Astro, year. Astro Astro yeah, Astro Astro Festival or Astro World Festival. That is hard. I was like watching some of the uh like vlogs of people that went and like also his little mini doc about it. And that stuff is hard taking like his childhood and like a place that used to be open when he was a child and like something that inspired him to be creative and out there and turning it into like a whole festival. Dude is, dude is a rock would do a rock would do. Where did you grow up? And like, how did that, how did that influence you today? Like what influences did you get from it? What pain, shoot, anything, anything you want to tap into? How did, where you grew up? Affection. I always grew up like my parents always. So my parents, like my dad comes from like, he comes from like almost the country, not necessarily the country, but like not far from it. So he's always been like over there. And then my mom's was in like the trenches. So it's like, I'm really getting a, the best of both worlds. So when I, when I grew up, I grew up in Overland Park, which is like where all the white motherfuckers are all the stuck up ass uppity. Oh, I drive a, I drive a, a Mercedes, uh, I'm privileged, all those motherfuckers are over there. So that's where I grew up. But like, when I was a kid, I was always, my mom always taking me up to the hood and shit. My grandma still stayed over there. So I was always like, I was always either over there or I was in like over by the country. So I got a good, a good taste of both. And being in the hood, niggas be glorifying that shit. That shit is not where it's at. Like, not niggas get active, that shit is not sweet. Niggas be glorifying that shit. It's not, that's not where it's at. But. I done seen it. I done seen a lot of shit. I done, I done been around a lot of motherfuckers that's, that glorify that shit like it's cool. Or it's, it's not. But I know me. I don't want to be in that shit. Yeah, it's important though. I think to like you were just mentioned there, and actually a few of the past like interviews I've done, 
um, people are talk had similar experiences, you know, where they they have they got to experience both worlds and how that can influence you either in a good or bad way, but definitely being able to experience and learning how to communicate and work with people from different cultures and connect and network and find ways around our cultural differences Mm -hmm. to create friendships, to create, you know, whatever, you know, take skills that they know and learn from them. Or then you go over here and you experience like the pain of like growing up in this area or being around this. And you notice that and see the, you know, what reality truly is like for certain people getting all those experiences are necessary. Necessary. Like you need it. mm -hmm. So you you know, street sports everywhere. Facts. Everywhere. Facts. And all experiences you need it in the business world, whether you're having a meeting with six top 500 CEOs or if you shit in the hood. Because <laughs> all, all yeah. the niggas white too, so you can't be in there cooning and shit. Right. So everything, everything, everything is important, man. Every, every, every life skill that we acquire growing up is, is, is killer and definitely can help us tap into success. What does success look like to you? Oh, shit. Um, Success has always been doing what I feel like needs to be done for me. So, like, when I was a kid, I always grew up. My parents were, like, always pressing God on me and shit, like, go to church, do this. So, I'm still Christian, but now that I'm older, it's like, do I do what I want to do or do I do what God wants me to do? So, I've been, i really been, because God could be giving me success and I could be over here forcing something that shouldn't even be going on. Like, if I... But if I listen here, maybe then it'll be successful. I'm, I'm off top. Ain't off top, but that's a no. That's a a cool place to tap into, though, actually, because uh, I feel like a lot of people, especially with what you just started that sent that that little conversation about, is their parents pressure things onto them. Right. A lot of things, but we can talk about the topic of religion, where people get religion pressed onto them, and then more more. What gets pressed onto them by their parents even more is the rules instead right. of the concepts and right. the the end goal and the idea of the spiritual things that the faith, the religions are trying to teach. Right. But instead, they're like, well, it says don't do this and don't do this. And right. so you feel like you can't truly be you or have your own experience right. or else you're going to disappoint your parents or disappoint right. God. So it pushes it pushes people away from religion. Right. But I think people also understand the importance of tapping into that spiritual side. Right. So, nah, that's dope that you tapped into that. I don't know. My bad. I interrupted you if you have more to say about that. But um, shit, success is really like as long as like my pocket's cool and shit. I like. Why? Cause I remember days when I go out, niggas couldn't even go to Quick and get a drink or something. So like little shit like that that keep me afloat. As long as I'm doing what I like and making me happy, and I'm making money off of it and shit, I'm cool with that. Any any amount of money is is a is a blessing, and if you making right. it off your own muscle, that's a beautiful, that's a right. fulfilling feeling. Right, literally, that's where I'm at right now. Cause it's like, damn, I'm not trying to go work for some other nigga for real. It's like, but it, I know at the same time it has to be done. Mm-hmm. You always got to start from there. Like, yeah, I was doing nine to five and shit. That shit dead, but um, yeah, it was dead from the beginning. But you got to start somewhere. You got to do it. Yeah, you straight up. You want to jump off the porch? You got to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I think. That's something that I've been learning about recently is fortunately, but also there's there's upsides and downsides. But fortunately, I've had the Internet my whole life. So I've been able to consume what I want to consume and learn about what I want to learn about without the restrictions of everything just being what you learn from school. Right. Right. So I've always been the dude that's been interested in 
creating ownership, building my own thing, creating generational wealth, doing everything off my own muscle. But, but I haven't been, it's been more theory than practice. So I'm trying to get to that point where I'm practicing it. But the past like couple years, I've been like, nah, I don't want that job. Nah, I'm not taking that job because I'm trying to get it off my own muscle. But then here I am four years, five years later, still zero dollars in the bank, starving. You know what I'm saying? You got to get exactly so really what it comes down to at the end of the day is ego sometimes you're gonna have to learn from somebody or i don't really think you're learning too much from anybody in a nine-to-five job but you gotta learn or you gotta acquire some bread from somebody first before you can rebuild and you work for that so it is your money but like then take your money that you worked for and just create your invest in yourself and create your own world and when that time comes where you find that skill like for you is designing you know, I know you said these are your homies' pants, but I've seen some of your pictures on Instagram. So you're designed, designed and doing your thing. You started this podcast out with saying, like, you wake up, go lock straight in, to, lock in, you know, straight to, to, to creating. Hit up some people. Yo, who wants something? Oh, I want something. Boom. Make bread right there because you have a skill. So I think one thing people who want to be entrepreneurs, who want to, like, get it off their own muscle. for they skill. There we go. Talk about yeah. that. Talk about the importance of skill. Skill is like. If you got it, you got it. So, like, if you got it, just do the best you can with that shit and level yourself up as much as possible because somebody else going to take your spot. Because it's like, so say I'm a designer, right? And I'm putting out all these designs and I'm going hard as fuck from off my natural talent. But some motherfucker who don't even have the talent could be running with my ideas and make that shit even harder and pop. And then I'm just sitting here like, fuck. So, if you got it, just take that shit as far as you can, literally, and don't look back. And go, go deep. You made me like think about something. DTC, direct to consumer. So when one thing he just pointed out that like I don't know if y'all caught that, but it's like somebody can take your idea and run with it and blow off of that, and now you can't use that idea anymore because they trademarked it or they did this. So if you have a skill, first off, just quick business thing: trademark your ideas, man. Trademark that, and but also be careful with who you share your ideas with. And, you know, be mindful of how you do. I'm actually going to read a quote from a book. I'm reading a book right now. I'm going to ask you a question. Like, I don't know if you're a book reader or like, or anything. Yeah, but we're going we're gonna to ask you a question after this. But I'm reading a book called Think and Grow Rich. And one of the things it said is, if you talk about your plans too freely, you may be surprised when you learn that some other person has beaten you to your goal by putting into action ahead of you yes. the plans of what you talked unwisely about. Yes. So it's like... That that shoots straight into stop talking about that shit and just right. do it. First off, Literally. stop talking about it and just do it, which is exactly what you're doing. He wakes up. Y'all heard at the very beginning of this podcast, he wakes up, wipes his eyes, and then does what? Yeah, exactly. So and, and goes straight to work. So, you know, first off, make sure you stop talking about it and just, just do, it. do it, especially if you have a skill and an idea. Stop sharing your idea with thousands of people. And if you are going to share your idea, make sure you're sharing it with, with right either people. the right people or being careful with how you share it. So if you need to learn something from somebody, how does this business thing work? How would I make money off of this? Don't ask them, hey, I have this idea. This is what it is. And this, how can I make money off of it? But instead, yo, how did you make money off your business? Right. Like, How'd you go into it? You ain't got to share your idea. Right. And then you use the, the knowledge you acquire and apply it to your skills. So. Right. But skills are key. If you ain't got a skill, bro, you're never going to be an entrepreneur. First off, I just want to. There's a lot of people out here, listeners, non-listeners, whoever, that want to be entrepreneurs because they're inspired by the internet. 
Right. Really is what it is. See somebody else do anything, they can go do too. Shit, it's not how it works. For it's them. not how it works at all. Cause guess what? These people have skills that they've been crafting for years. It take a long time to get that shit down too. Mm-hmm. Some days I'll be sitting in my room like, when I was younger, I'd be in there like, fuck, bro, I don't even want to do this no more. Like, niggas don't even fuck with me for real. And it's like, oh well, fuck it, I'm still locked in. Most motherfuckers just throw that shit away. It's like, nah, bro, I'm gonna get that shit down. I'm gonna get it down and I'm gonna perfect that shit. And then let's. They still can't ever be perfect. You can always grow. So it's making new versions of myself. And that's how you, one of my friends, as soon as you said making a new version of yourself, reminded me of my friend says every time he sees me, he's like, bro, I, I had cocooned today. So if you know about butterflies and shit, like butterflies are first like caterpillars. Mm-hmm. Then they like cocoon and then they turn into butterflies and right. they're able to fly, right? But there, he's talking about how he constantly is cocooning every day. Like, wake up, learn something, acquire some new knowledge. He's right. a new person. Or wake up, like you said, work on a new idea. Idea could have been trash for three months straight, but if you kept waking up and working on it working on, on the fourth so month, that shit might be dope as hell. Right. And it's because you kept growing each day. So I, I always feel like I have to point it out to listeners because people don't be noticing. But, you know, make sure don't let... Your your downs keep you down and adversity. cause you to if adversity cause you to give up. Niggas talking shit, fuck them niggas. They ain't making no money, fuck them shit. Shit, and if they are making money, you know what I'm saying? Still, still, then you still got it. You know. I'm playing that shit. That's lame, bro. Full on lame. So if you love yourself, you love what you do, and you truly trying to do what you do, then don't let other people's opinions, you know, knock you off your path. Most people that fail are 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 victims of opinions. Literally victims of opinions so Facts. tap into that but tell me tell me uh what like if think about a whole outfit right it's gonna sound how do you how do you put together an outfit do you start you, know, you already know i ain't even gonna go for it go ahead. i wake up however i'm feeling like if i'm feeling like sad like like if i'm going through some shit i throw on some glasses i throw on some like i throw on probably a t-shirt with like a heart on it or something and throw on like Hard-ass pair of pants, for real. I start with my pants and go up. So, however I'm feeling that day, is like, I throw that shit on, for real. I don't ever, I don't ever throw something on because, like, they match colors or, like, I always like to match my colors so I'm not attacking you, but <laughs> I like to dress with my feelings and shit make it, makes me more interesting. Facts. And that's powerful because, like, a lot of people tap into their artistic expression because exactly in different ways and because it connects to themselves and others emotionally. Literally. So if you like literally bro got out the car to come to the, the, the little, you know, we were recording this apartment, this podcast in an apartment building, bro hopped out, I hopped out the whip. I noticed the outfit and that caused like an emotion. All right. Like I, I can come up with a, you know, I'm not saying judge people, but I can come up with and analyze a person based off of their outfit, maybe how they're feeling or, he literally just said this, but it's true. You can judge somebody off of how they might be feeling that day or what 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 type of person they are, how they're going to speak, like what they look like. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's a lot of things you can get off of people's artistic expression of like dress. And I think fashion is important because of that. Fashion is key to me, shit. It's the easiest way to talk without having to say shit. Hmm. I like that. I'm about to quote that. <laughs> I'm about to put that, put that right there in the header of a little uh, mini, mini thing I pulled from this. <laughs> Fashion is the easiest way to talk about something without even speaking. That's fire. Well, speaking of this, 
about my homie's little, my homie's career. What you think about the shoe game right here? Is there any of those shoes that you really like? Or it's okay, you can be honest too. Is there any shoes that like are like, or or brands that are up there that are some of your go tos or not? Adidas, you fuck with Adidas. I fuck with Kanye. Shout Yeezys are hard. I don't care what nobody say. Yeezys are hard. Yeezys so, are hard, bro. Adidas, I fuck with it. I fuck with the Nike too, shit. I know you, you, you know how to create your own stuff now, which is a powerful, is a powerful thing to have. First off, power over your art. It's a weapon. It's a weapon, and it's like you got ownership over it too, full ownership. So I, I assume that you probably do a lot of creating your own stuff, but let's say. You know, when you was younger, or just in general, like, is there any brands that you really rock with or that inspire you when you're creating or not? V Long, shout out V Long. Okay, all right. Who's the who's the like desire? Bari. So okay. When I was when I was a kid, I was like I was in the music and shit. And I was always listening to Rocky, Cardi, and all them. Mm-hmm. And like Ian Connor, if you know who Ian Connor yeah, is, I do. Yeah. You do. He's a he's like one of the biggest. One of the biggest niggas in fashion, and he's fucking weird. And niggas are like, niggas who don't know about what the fuck is going on in the mob are like, they don't even know. Like, this nigga is straight emo, but he throwing a fit, and like, that shit's hard. Like, that shit to me, that shit changed me because I'm a weird nigga. Some niggas motherfuckers think I'm weird, but shit, if he can do it, I can do it too. So I was looking at him, Bari, the whole, like, live alone, die alone. I live by that shit for real. Like, you gonna live alone, you gonna die alone. Real. You live one with if you one with yourself, you live with you. If you're one with yourself, you die alone. You die by yourself. You're not dying with nobody else. That's a fact. That's a fact. You only got one soul. You only got one body. You ain't got nobody else. One soul and one body. <laughs> you die by yourself. You know the whole live alone, die alone thing came when I was a kid because like I was always a, I was always a nigga who had to sit by himself at lunch and like play play a recess by himself and shit. I never really had friends, but when I got older, it's like I learned how to. How to cope with that and make that into a weapon where I don't need motherfuckers to opinions or I don't need somebody's somebody's backbone to keep me up. So it's like maybe dead when I'm older because I don't need nobody for real. Which is probably why you learn how to like one of the reasons why you're talented at creating something you are like off your own muscle, like off of no like having a skill and acquiring a skill because you if you don't have a skill, basically. You're gonna always rely on somebody else, right? You're always gonna be looking at somebody else to copy what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's dead to me, shit. Yeah, man, because you can't live and be yourself fully. Like you, okay, you're going to work. Yes, I understand. You got to take care of your families, your kids. I'm not hating on people who work because some people are born to do that. Like, I, and I believe that too. Like personally, I think certain people are made to be the third, the fifty-first in the business, not number one. Like, there's people who, yeah. or else there wouldn't be no freaking businesses. You have to have that person. Right. So I understand that, but, um. Developing a skill makes you, first off, you can do whatever you want. So now you're just a killer, dog. you like a dog, basically. You have a skill and you know how to put it into action, you're a dog. And then you ain't got to rely on nobody else. You ain't got to go to work to work for nobody else. You can rely everything on yourself. So I think one of the coolest things that Nipsey Hussle used to talk about, R.I.P. Nip, is vertical integration. So building and owning everything in your operation. So you talked about it kind of already. You got your, you got, what's it called? Sorry, I'm not a designer. Seamstress or seam, how do you, uh, your, uh, how do you put things together with your pants? Like, what do you use? Sewing machine. Sewing machine, yeah, like, thank you. Sorry, machine. sorry, bro. I told yeah, you I ain't yeah, no, I ain't no, I ain't no, I ain't that smart about fashion. Um, but yeah, so you got your sewing machine. You own it. It's in your crib. That's yours. You, 
you if you learn how to shit, say you had a homie that you end up paying or something to do all your deliveries or something. Now you own that. You run that. You ain't got to rely on UPS or right. or FedEx. You have, uh, you know, you, you got your own operation where you got and create all of the clothing you use to design or all the fabrics. You know what I'm saying? Basically, it's owning everything from the ground up, which Amazon's like doing a super good job at. Like Amazon has Amazon delivery now. I don't know if you see them like out here delivering yeah, things with their trucks, but yeah, they ain't popping, popping yet, but they got it going. So they got their delivery trucks. They have their own warehouses. Like they're building Amazon warehouses all over the country, even here in Missouri. I know like there's been building like five different warehouses and stuff, I feel like. But they got their own warehouses where they store and ship from. Then they got their delivery services. Then everything they have is on their on their website. You buy it straight from the website, website straight to their own warehouse. They store it in their warehouse, ship it from the warehouse. Then their delivery service is also bringing in their own money. And yeah, they're running everything from the ground up. And it's because they developed and you know bought out skills and stuff like this. So it's man, acquiring a skill is so important. And I, I just felt like I had to emphasize that a little bit more. But we're going to go into a short break right now. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast so far. And if you are, like, comment, share, definitely leave a review. Um, and we'll be back in a few seconds. It's love. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we back. We had a short little break. You know, I had to go get me a little, uh, what are these called? Uh, LaCroix? 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 People be making fun of me because I'll be like, yo, can I get a LaCroix? They'll be like, you mean a LaCroix? I'm like, shorty, there's an X, a C, a R, a O. It's a Crocs. She'll be like, what about the I? I'm like, forget about the I. But nah, got me a little cherry lime LaCroix. By the way, you want one? Sure. Oh, bless, bless, bless. You know, we got to make sure we a good host on the podcast. <laughs> My bad. Shit. Matter of fact, what you got in the QT cup? Mystery. Hey, we going to... That's fire. Hold up, cuz. Y'all heard that? Boom. <laughs> Y'all had to tap into that little sound. But like we were saying, or like I was saying, a question I was going to ask earlier. Um, do you, I feel like we already covered it, but we're going to drop into it real quick. But yeah, three most influential people. You can give me one. It don't even got to be three. A lot of motherfuckers inspire me for real. Like, in my, in my peers, in my circle, my, in my peer circle, like, Nigga by the name Rare Juice Julian, he tapped in with him. He a musician, that nigga. He, he crazy, bro. He he's so unique, and him is like he just you gotta rock with that nigga, bro. It's like there's no way around it. Him, fucking like I was saying, like the whole mob, like Rocky, Barry, all them. They all started from <coughs> down on their dick. They didn't have shit, and then they just took off because they locked in. So it's like they can do it. I can do it too. Shit, fucking. God, that's one of my biggest inspirations for real. He keep me safe everywhere I go. I be paranoid like a motherfucker out here shit. Niggas is dying left and right. Straight up. Homies dying left and right. I be like, I don't want to leave a crib type shit. So. And one thing I've been noticing for real is like, obviously, it's at a, what's the word? It's at. All time rate. It's at an all time rate. It's crazy. Like people that you wouldn't even expect. Man. Expect, you know what I'm saying? Because this is how I've been going about it, man. Obviously, if you grow up in a certain environment, around certain people, hang out with certain people, some you kind of got to expect it you to go down that. like that. Yeah. So then, that's that. But people I know that have been like not around certain man. type of time, haven't been on weird type of time, be going left and right on some on some murder shit too, or on some suicide shit. Like you never really know. Like people just be going, and, and you wouldn't even expect. And then, like obviously, we have 
rare incidents of you know car crashes or stuff but like it feel like right now people going left and right everyone and i so i feel that i'll be paranoid too and i don't even like to call it paranoia but now that you called it that i feel like that's true to me too because i'm like literally i'm not even going front like if y'all heard that Ashawn interview that i i did like two days ago i've been posting snippets because we had a little audio malfunction so i couldn't upload the full uh podcast but if you heard any of that literally I'm leaving the podcast, right? I'm driving to like my sister's crib, and I was thinking in my head, what if a nigga like just pulled up, like cut me off right now, boo boo boo, and just ended it. I mean, and technically at the end of the day, I'm not in no hot shit like that, so there's a lesser chance of shit happening to me like that. But at the same time, you never know. Somebody, I have my laptop sitting on my laptop in plain view because I was trying to upload something while driving. It's like you know, somebody want to pull up and just do some stupid ignorant shit and rob you, and like you don't want to give up your laptop, and you and, and you and you got to go at that time, and you really know how it's gonna. You never know, and it's like probably not gonna happen but i'll be paranoid thinking some shit like that gonna happen i'm like damn at least i had a podcast to leave on no <laughs> the crazy part for me though is like when it comes to the death shit like when i go to, when i was a kid i used to go to sleep and i would like be haunted by that shit like i'd be in my dreams and shit and i'd be dying in my dreams mm. and i'd be like i'd be fucked up i'd be like i'll wake up and i'd be like feeling on my body for bullet holes and shit it's like damn it shouldn't even be like this like it's so just like paranoia is like a real fucking like I wouldn't call it a mental illness, but it's really like it'll fuck with you hard. It does, it does. Especially if you're losing your family, you're losing your niggas, you know, you gotta hold on to them tight. Super tight. And you really gotta show love at all times, bro, because people you, know. you really never know. I mean, one of my best friends got murdered in 2017. Like I came home from LA to come home from Thanksgiving in two days into being home. I, you know, gone, just gone, just like that. And I pulled up to like, you know, when they had the fundraiser or the thing for, you know, the funeral costs. So we all got together and his brother, who I hadn't spoke to in years, came up to me and was like, bro, you college, right? Because, you know, we hadn't seen each other in hell long. And I was like, yeah, he was like, Nesta just was talking about how he was so happy to see you because you were back and he couldn't wait to kick it with you. And I was like, damn, bro, it just be like that. It'd be gone. And right after that happened, I was having, I was having, just like you were just talking about dreams like motherfucker that I was getting killed or that that somebody I was, was or somebody else was dying where or you know I mean this would never I, I'm I'm in a good space I would never hurt anybody or anything but I was having dreams about like trying to find bro who did it and everything right. and it was just crazy because like it'd be the most realest thing I feel like when the bullets would hit it feel like you losing your life you and then you up. wake up and you can't yep. breathe literally, and you're bro. like what's happening and I was like horrible. that happened for literally like 31 straight days and I was like it's this horrible. is terrible like I was sweat. I never had pain and like weird, like that type of sweat ever in my life. And that should be happening. And then like, it seems like it happens every time a death happens. Now I'll be having like bad dreams about like this happening or my sister dying or my sister. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, yo, tap into your mental health, ladies and gentlemen, because again, and you can't really call paranoia maybe like a mental health thing, but it'll fuck you up. So you kind of got to tap into that. And it could be, shoot, you know. I don't know. Maybe I need to do some more research on that myself. But, like, really pay attention to how you're feeling. Like, if you're having dreams like that, bro, you got to tap in. Like, how can I fix this? How can I make myself feel better? How can I, like, progress from this? Like, you got to, like, instead of just letting shit happen. Because it'll drive you crazy. If you let that mug slide with you for years, then it comes into your real life. It don't even be in your dreams no more. So, it's like mental health and paying attention to that. Especially everybody, 
everybody, but especially men and like black men who don't want to acknowledge that it's real, man. tap into that I because yeah, Share man, don't don't do that, man. Me and uh, uh, Sean in this interview talked about the importance of vulnerability and how like in his music, that's one of the core things. Like when he creates music, he goes straight to a vulnerable state. He's honest, right. blunt about stories that have happened to him, and he keeps it open. And it's like when you're yeah. vulnerable, you can really tap into your feelings. You know, yeah. you know, it's a mirror, is what he said. It's a mirror. It shows you a reflection of what you're feeling, and then you can make a decision if you want to fix it or not, you know? So it's a real thing. Speaking of uh, – actually, we're not even speaking of that. <laughs> but anyways, biggest failure? Oh, shit, biggest failure. Because failure is real, but the, the real thing is are you going to grow for it or are you going to let it kill you? So, so I just want everybody to know that. Failing is a real thing. It has to happen. Nobody but perfect. Nobody perfect, but you still got to find a way to win off of that shit, though. You got to use it as fuel. But anyways, off of that motivational shit, yeah, biggest failure? When I was in high school, like, I used to be a hooper and shit. And, like, I tried out for the team, and I had bad grades. I made it freshman year, but then the niggas cut me, and then I tried out again sophomore year, and then they cut me again, and I was like, fuck. Like, damn, am I not good enough? And then I was like, I really just went ghost, and I started doing, like, I really started doing me. And then I just grew off that shit. I didn't let it eat me alive for too long. Shit. I mean, yeah, that shit hurts me because you go to the hallway. Oh, nigga, you got cut. You suck, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit will fuck with you, but it's like, you can't just be stuck on that forever. That's facts. I I think, like, one of the most important things in failure is learning off it and letting it lead you somewhere good. Because I think. A closed door is just leading you somewhere, which right. you just said it did. Like you start doing your own thing, which came out in like design. You know what I'm saying? You started. You, what, I don't know if I'm tripping, but did you say at 16 was when you were like uh you made your first pair of pants, or am I tripping? I did that. Yeah, I did that when I was like 15, 16. I was like a freshman. I was just like, I was just writing on some shit mm-hmm. for real. So it's like that's when I was like, I came out. Niggas didn't even know who I was for. I came out, I was wearing like, I was wearing like black pants with like Roshis and shit. Like, I just, it's a lot of growth and a lot of, a lot of progress shit. My progress, if you look at my page, you look at, matter of fact, you look at like my first post on Instagram and you look at me now, it's like, that's not the same. It's funny because I was like, before you pulled up, I was like, looking to the Yeah, I mean, you got to figure out. I was like, all right, how am I going to lead this conversation? Like, what's this energy about to look like? So, you know, I was going through the page and I literally, one of the things I was going to ask you or just bring up, not even ask you, was like, progress is real and you can kind of even tell. Like, I mean, you don't really know what type of progress it is based off of Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the motherfuckers could still be bad people or mean right. or angry, right. but. Like, in terms of style, fashion, and, like, growth in that way, I looked at your first picture, and I was like, stance, quality of photo, and outfit, all have definitely, everything just advanced on the way up, and you can tell. You can tell as you're going up through the page, and I always like seeing that on Instagram, because that shows me that in one place in their life, they're trying to progress. They really want what they're trying to do, and, like, you can't just talk about it. You got to, like, really be about it. (laughs) You got to go and see progress. If you have same pictures and outfits, and they're... You seem like yo swag, nothing. If you're if you're in fashion, we're specifically talking about fashion right now. If you're in fashion 
or you're a model and your pictures have been the same type of shit since since 2016, there is no progress, my G. And you're posting consistently, no progress. Like, like you gotta you gotta level up. And it goes same with music. If you post your music on Instagram in 2017. And you said the quality of music, the engineering of music, everything sound the same and hasn't developed and it's been four years. Right. My guy, you like you're not really about it. You're not committed. And I'm. this is not me hating. This is me telling y'all it's that facts. it's facts and you really got to grow. You got to grow. Growth is key. Growth major. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we, we can't be stuck in the same place. There's no such thing as being stagnant. I know I have some homies who are like, yeah, man, I've been just a little stagnant and plateaued. Nah, bro, there ain't no such thing as that. You are growing. Or are you or you are digressing or you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you're going down. If you're growing, you're going up. That's the only two options. There ain't no I'm sitting right here and gravity's holding me in this space. Nah, fam. Like there's going down and there's going up. You always gotta be progressing. You know what I'm saying? You just going down shit, you losing all your energy for real. Facts. Channel that shit. Because think about it, if you quote unquote plateaued or you going down, especially in those times, if somebody's like if you are listening to opinions and things aren't going well and you're not actively taking action, it's going to be so much easier to quit. Man. It's going to be so much easier to quit. If you are growing, if you are progressing and motherfuckers come around, your shit's whack, but you are trying to progress and you're actively doing it, it's going to be so much easier to be like, whatever. <laughs> I'm doing my thing, bro. Like, okay, say what you want. Like, yeah, see, see me in a couple months, see me in a couple, however long it takes, I know that I'm progressing and that's being sure of yourself. And not even necessarily like, when I was telling you about having different versions of myself and shit. Like, my first picture and shit, that was, like, that was a whole different time in my life. That was, like, V1. I'm on, like, V4 right now. I'm on, like, I'm on some, like, V5 is, like, when I'm fully on. Like, so each 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 version of myself, I wasn't necessarily, like, changing my fits and shit, how I look and all that. It's, like, making myself the best person possible. Because mm-hmm. if you change your fit, but you still that same nigga, it's, like, it's not going to pop the same. Straight up, because at the end of the day, you know, the fashion, music is just a way of expressing ourselves in a, in a material way. But the person, the person exactly, but the person developing, the person growing, that's the true growth. And then you'll see that growth on the outside, see too. Niggas going to see that yeah. on the outside. Yeah, mm-hmm. shit, you could throw anything, that should be hard. Mm-hmm. One with yourself. That's a fact. Some girl told me that the other day. That's actually funny because I went into, I always think about, oh, I'm so self-confident. I'm so this, but maybe, shit, maybe not as much as I thought. I went to this little event the other day and I wore an outfit and I was like, damn, like like in my head, I was like, I'm about to be the dustiest nigga at this thing. But then I'm also always talking about how I'm like, I love myself and I'm like, you can call me dusty, but I still think I'm beautiful, which is true. But like this girl was like, I pointed out something wrong with myself. When she complimented my outfit and I pointed out the thing that was wrong with myself. I was like, oh, the shoes in. She was like, you know what? If you're one with yourself and you really like, you know, love and are like, trust, it don't matter. You can make anything fly. She said, anything you wear is fly if you wear it in confidence. And that's I was like, right there. and I was like, that's major. I just told my nigga, uh, I just told my nigga Ben that the other day. I said, bro, I could go, I could put fucking crayon marks and shit stains on some pants and put that shit on this. If I'm warm myself, I just like that shit. It's facts. It's facts because if you, you'll see people that will rock some crazy shit and you'll be like, crazy well, shit. actually, that's kind of fire though. Right. Because they're rocking it in confidence right. and you like, damn, I can't even hate on that. Like, low key, that's kind of fire. Let me get those too. Right. Right. Yeah, so that's really how I go down, man. The importance of self confidence and like, be, I like what you, you, you keep saying, one with yourself. And if you're one with yourself, man, you, there's a lot of shit you can do from that place. A lot of shit you can do from that place, man. 
is there anything besides fashion that you're interested in getting into like just in the future? Cause like, I know that some people use their passion as a platform to, right. or a vehicle to get them somewhere else. Is there some other things that you're interested in? Well, I mean, this is, it has nothing to do with fashion, but like, if anybody who really knows me knows I'm always the person who's always been open for people and I always like, we bounce ideas off each other and I'm like, I'm here for you. So like, cause motherfuckers was never here for me. So like, I can see myself being like a fucking like, a, not like a counselor, but like a, like the nigga you go to, actually no, that's simple. Never mind, never mind. Like, kind of like a counselor. <laughs> no, I feel that. And like I'm, kids and shit. Yeah, I feel like a word for that, especially like if you making bread and you living your career off of fashion, is just being a leader. At the that's end of the day, I've always been. It, always yeah, that. like that's already that's already what you are. And if that's something that you already think this is like take a vehicle to take advantage of it. And I think one thing that I want to acknowledge you for, and that's powerful, is like, you know, you were talking about how like shit. If the if the ASAP squad can do it, I can do it. And then from there, you're showing that in the in your own way. So if I can do it, then the next person up right. can do it. And it's a cycle of helping. Jane. Yeah, and just being yourself. If they can be authentic do it. and blow, do it. Jane. Do it. So now you're being authentic and you're on your way to success. You already success already. In my mind, you're making money off your thing. In my mind, that's already success in my in my right. brain. So so and then like just being a leader in your community. Now what what fashion can do and what like you know this pop culture world can do is it can give you a plat a bigger platform and from that platform you can give back to like you said kids who want to reach out you can go and have turn up build schools or build this and you can do that thing at a bigger a letter at a larger scale because i'm sure you already have homies that come to you to talk about things because you are open and so this is like the first step you know what i'm saying like you were saying this is like this is like v4 v25 is is you know building your own school in Kansas City or building your own school in Africa or Asia or wherever you know what I'm saying and giving back you know but like you said it's all it's all the process Nip said you can't skip any staircase or else you're gonna trip you're gonna fall so you got to take each step and be okay with it you got to go to each floor on that elevator because you're gonna take something from from that you know what I'm saying those floors include depression they include what else sadness they include a lot of shit. Failure, they include, yeah, pretty much all that shit. <laughs> Straight up, though, like, it's important for people to know that. It's good that you share that because, like, it's natural. It's natural. There we go. It's, it's natural. It is natural. It's like, and it doesn't, and by it being natural doesn't mean you let it stay. You got to work on that still, right. ladies and gentlemen. But at the same time, like, you got to expect to go through these pains, these tests and difficulties, these all of these and but try to grow through it. You know what I'm saying? I talked about so exactly. I talked about it on one of my little quote unquote inspirational videos the other day. I said, you know, I mean, obviously this isn't straight out of my word. I learned this from Les Brown, but like, are you going through it or are you growing through it? You know what I'm saying? Because you can be going through depression. Now the next step is how can you grow through it? You know what I'm saying? I, I have somebody very close to, I mean, a lot of people, but I have somebody very close to me. I ain't going to mention no names, but very close to me that's going through that, like right now, and a lot of other things. And it's like, at first, I didn't, I saw them going through it instead of trying to grow through it. So I couldn't really respect it. But now I see them growing through it. So now that love is still there on my side. But then also, I'm glad that they're doing it because they are growing through it. Right. And that is where the progress comes. No progress comes from just going through shit and right. let it, and just, and that's it. Let it eat you away and hope you good. Exactly. Nah, fam. Like, that's going to last with you forever. You got to grow through every test and difficulty. And that will last with you forever on a positive side of things. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's, it's, 
it's crazy how important these things are, like going through that pain, going through sadness, going through anger, going through all the emotions, all the emotions, you know, it's natural and it's, and it's key though. It's key. And, and success in any field. Like you trying to be a doctor, you got to go through it. You trying to be a, a, a music artist, you got to go through. You trying to be a fashion designer, you got to go through it. You trying to be a shit a parent, <laughs> you got to go through it. You know what I'm saying? So, so these are these are necessary things. So stop hating on the pain. Stop complaining about the pain. Go through it and grow through it. Love. <laughs> the thing what I've been doing recently is like whenever I'm going through some real hard shit, I'll be like, I might. I don't really tell niggas, but it's like. I'll put it on my story. I'll be like, I won't necessarily say what I'm going through, but I'll be like, this is a part of my life right here, and then I'll give some keys mm-hmm. for other niggas to help them get through. That's major. Going through anything. That's major. So instead of niggas probably taking this me bitching, but it's like, I'm over here giving you the keys to get through your shit. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers ask me, how do you get through this, this, and this? So I just break it down, shit. Because every nigga's human. Everybody human, so shit. Why hide your emotions like that, for real? That's just me. Everybody go through that shit. Straight up, though. That's major. That's super major. Because I think a funny thing is, and we kind of talked about it at the beginning, about how, like, you know, people, I mean, every culture, but, you know, I'm, I talk about my culture or our, our people because that's what I'm around the most. So, um, but we, uh, we don't like to acknowledge pain or acknowledge this. And if your bro is talking about this, they'd be like, you on some simp shit or you being some. But, I think what's funny though, because is the how talking about it and being open about it, like and just still staying true to yourself, is you subconsciously planting that seed in their brain that that's okay, and they learn from that. I know there's probably forty niggas that will look at a post that I post or that you post like that, and they're like this type of whack shit, blah blah blah. Right. But but, the but then but then but then three months later they're like going through something. They're like, well, I remember when bro right. said this. They ain't going They may not say nothing about it, but and. But that's like that's what's important is we can't we can't control other people's feelings how they think how they how they act but we should that that shouldn't affect how we function and how we right. operate we right. still got to spread love spread good energy and put that out into the world because we're subconsciously planting seeds in all of these people who we think are they are hating through right. all these people who are hating we're still planting planting seeds of love right. of positivity of growth and that's. That's what matters. You know, when you die, you know, whether it's 97 or 21 or whenever, whenever you pass away, like you want to leave a legacy behind. And 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 by by not being affected by people's opinions and still doing your own thing, being authentic and true to self is how you can truly do that. If you're not authentic, you're not true to self. You ain't going to be remembered. Facts. I'm trying to die myself. Religion. And niggas be like. And when I say shit like that, niggas don't even see the bigger picture now because it's like I'm just for real good. I'm not getting started, but I'm really like getting traction. So it's like when I get up, it's gonna be like I'm trying to really change some shit, mm-hmm. like to even more extent than what I'm doing now. Because like I got, I never really realized it, but like I have I have a pretty good influence on motherfuckers. So it's like if I'm putting out good shit, good positive energy, they gonna want to grow. They gonna want to do what they want to do. Shit. Now, just imagine if I had, like, if I was on some Tupac type shit where I had a whole ass audience and I was just giving them keys. Niggas would be, left and right niggas would be making better selves, better versions of themselves and shit. So. It's man. It's a legend to me if you help other motherfuckers do what they want to do and you one with yourself. That's it. Facts. And I think I want to, like, tap into that a little bit further because I know most recently everyone 
everyone knows about Nip's passing and everyone's like, you know, he's a legend in this and I agree. But one thing that's been in hip hop news lately is WAC 100 was commenting about how Nipsey Hussle's not a legend because he he before he died he didn't have this platinum records he didn't have yeah, millions of followers yeah yeah which was funny that he was saying that he's like in my mind like we talking about music but like no nobody's talking about music we are talking about this man being a legend because of the the what he carried as a man what he was preaching what he was talking about in his interviews what he was talking about in his music I don't give a fuck if he had platinum records platinum yeah. status after he died. Nobody cares. I don't care how much was in his pocket. But if you leave in, if you're leaving a legacy, that's what true legacy is. And that's what Tip uh, T.I. was talking about in his little Instagram post, you know, because now these people are over here beefing about it, which is kind of whack, but whatever. T.I. was talking about in his post about, you know, the definition of a legend is this. And that's what Nipsey Hussle was as a man. And he was like, oh, yeah, I mean, and which is true. And what you just said is like hella important. I mean, yeah, fashion is dope. Expressing ourselves is dope. and, and But it's deeper than that. And like using this as a vehicle to create change. So and just hustling, you know, you're going through pain and difficult tests and difficulties when nobody likes your pants or nobody likes this, but you keep going through it. And people see that and they're like, damn, I remember when I made fun of him in senior year of high school, called his shit whack. And now fucking he's rocking this. And I just saw him on CNN talking about how he's building a school 20 years later. But guess what was the beginning of that process when he was making fun of me and I was and I still went through it. And people learn from that. And people might learn from that at 61 years old, bro. It don't matter when you learn, just as long as you learn. Me and my G, like, like we were talking about in our little podcast with the other day, he said the same thing. It don't matter. If you die at 87 and the last hour of your life you grew through something, or you decided to not be racist, or you decided this, or you decided you actually love all the human race, or you decide this, and you grew, that's still beautiful. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you're moving into the next realm of you know spiritual life yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. So... You know, anything you do now and in the future, man, we got to acknowledge. So, so even though I only met you two hours ago, I appreciate you for your mindset and your thought process and just, you know, sharing your art, artistic expression through all the ups and downs it's on the deeper. Internet. Cause, it's a lot deeper than just fashion. Niggas don't understand that shit. It's a lot deeper. It's a bigger picture than what, than just having a cool fit on. Because like, to be honest, like, I care about it, but I don't give a fuck about this shit. For real, it's like, me as a person, like, that's what matters. Like, rather I have on all Dior. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm helping other niggas grow, it's like that's all that matters to me. It don't matter if I'm wearing thousand dollar shoes and shit. I don't give a fuck about that shit. To me, as a person, like I want to see niggas beat up. I mean, me, I don't want to see niggas stuck where I was. So it's like, yeah, and you and you going through that is like. I went through it. And now I'm trying to share it with you, so you ain't gotta go through that. So you right. can, so you can level up faster. Right. That's what I think is like, again, you've mentioned it's deeper than fashion. It's deeper than this. And it's the same thing about the internet. It's deeper than the internet. It's deeper than Instagram. I can acquire knowledge from this person and learn from what they're sharing and apply that to my actual spiritual or my actual physical actions in life. It's deeper than me being on Instagram for an hour a day. Like, yeah, talk shit all you want. Instagram, you shouldn't be on there for an hour. You're wasting time. But if I'm consuming good content, bro, it's deeper than Instagram. It's about the concepts I'm learning, the inspiration I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? And just as long as I put that into action, this shit is beautiful, man. You know, it's deeper than that shit. So it's really about diving deeper into everything in life. I really want everyone to to look at every single aspect of their life and dive a little bit deeper, man. School sucks. It's trash. I agree, too. I'm not a fan of the school system, but what can we dive in deeper? Like, what is one thing that we're learning? Because there's a deeper something to everything. 
oh, it's my little nephew. It's okay. He's only five. I don't need to hang out with him. It's deeper than just hanging out with them, hanging out with them because he's at this age or not this age. It's like about love. It's about just right. showing that, you know, there's so many deeper things to everything. And I think it's important to look into that. A lot of people will hate on that. Oh, you look so deep into everything. Nah, bro. You should need to practice it too, my G. You're gonna see a lot of beautiful things. So life is life is life is dope if you decide for it to be dope and you decide to focus on the growth part of it, you know? There's a lot of pain, there's a lot of ups, there's a lot of downs, but through all of that, life is dope because of those things, because you learn something from those things. So I just think it's think it's freaking freaking dope. Freaking dope. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope y'all enjoying this podcast so far. You know, we got a little bit left, so we're going to ask my G a few random questions, and then we're going to wrap it up. I hope y'all are enjoying this. Like, comment, share, you know, put a review, you know what I'm saying? All that. Five stars, bitch. Five stars, all that. Uh, So, what would a world populated by clones of you be like? Oh, my God. Oh, shit. That's a hard one, bro. Uh whole bunch of clones of of double R. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm gonna call you that from here. I'm sorry, but anyways, a whole bunch of clones of Roadrunner. What is that gonna be like? What's the world gonna be like? I mean, there needs to be more fuckers like there needs to be more niggas like me for real. Like the way I think, the way I move, there needs to be a lot of motherfuckers like me. Cause like I'm not saying I'm like perfect, but like shit, I'm I'm like. I don't even know. I just think there needs to be more of me out here because niggas like me, if we all came together, we could really change the world. For real. Like, if there was more me and yous out here, nigga, we could, like, fuck some shit up for real. Like, have niggas thinking completely different. So it's like, there needs to be. But I be getting tired of seeing niggas cloning and shit. That shit dead. <laughs> like, nigga, be you, bro. Like Facts, facts. I feel like, I feel like yeah. if we pulled up, I feel like clones of everyone look the same would be whack. But, and everybody was the same, of course, it'd be whack. Because at the end of the day, you get to a point where there's no more growth because all it is is a whole bunch of clones of yourself. So in case, I mean, yeah, anyways, you get what I'm saying. Everybody's yeah. copying everybody. But I think what, like, to 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 put, I know, shout out to your words, but to put that into different words is like, there's a lot of good qualities that people, sorry, I told you, I'm a religious dude. So I'm going to just share something from like a religious oh, yeah, standpoint. Bro. But uh, in my mind, I think everything... All good comes from God and all bad comes from us, if that makes sense. So all good things about us, how we love people, how we care, if we're patient, if we're kind, if we are compassionate, if we are determined, if we're all, all these good qualities are qualities of God. Everything else, like hating people, beating a nigga up, like shooting, like that's evil that we pulled from something else. We created that ourselves. God puts, uh, God put, okay, for example, God put the, the necessary ingredients together to have baking soda, to have to be able to create fire, to, to create stoves, like innovation, all that comes at the end of the day from the source of God. God gave us the capacity as humans to be able to figure these things out. How we use the things are bad. We can create crack cocaine Man. or we can just use the baking soda to create some good food and feed the homeless. You get what I'm saying? I, I mean, I ain't know. I don't know how to cook up no cocaine. I ain't grew up in no house about yeah. that. So to be honest, I don't exactly know how that's cooked. I ain't going to front. No capri over here. But, um, but still, you get what I'm saying? Like we can use... Things that God placed on earth for good or bad. We can create some strong ass drug that kills somebody or yeah, that's evil. Same thing with nuclear, nuclear bombs. You know how crazy the science behind that is and how we've figured out how to freaking somehow touch atoms and like, 
Yo, so we had a slight little audio interruption. Y'all missed a little powerful three minutes right there, three minutes to end it. But, you know, regardless of that, you know, these these conversations, these elevated conversations about deeper topics are so important. Have them with your friends. I don't care if your friend is a shooter. Have it with your little shooter friend. I don't care if your friend is a a drug addict or sell dope. It don't matter. They can't they still have the capacity. Well, I don't know about niggas that's totally on drugs. They may not have the capacity. But anyways, if they selling dope, they're doing all this bad shit, doesn't mean they're a bad person. Like everyone still is able to have these good conversations. So have it with whoever you're surrounded by, bad or good. Have these conversations. They're important. Um, thank y'all for listening. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I'm gonna say it one more time because I really want y'all to. I know I don't have a crazy amount of listeners or anything, but you know, if you listen to this, whether it's one or 50 or a thousand or 150, please share, like, comment, review, and just, you know, let me know how you feel. Send it everywhere. Now, before we log out, please tell them where they can find you on all social medias. How can they reach out to you to create some, some pants for them? Like tell them anything they need to know that helps your business grow. Go ahead. I'll be looking at my phone often. So my Instagram is Nick Malin underscore N-I-C-K-M-A-L-A-N underscore. Shit, hit me my DM. I hit you back. Uh, Snapchat is N-I-C-K-M-A-L-A-N 15. Shit, hit me on that, whatever, shit. Tap in with the man. Tap in, tap in. in. Dude is a creative artist. Knows how to express himself. Knows how to talk. Tap in, man. Whether it's through art or through conversation. Tap in with my G. And with that being said, it's love. Thank y'all for tapping into the Culture Talks. And with that being said, we outside. Woo!